Goodness gracious. Yo, okay. You hear the guitar in the beginning of that? The twang? Dude, you're vibing. This is like right up your alley. Like when, <laughs> when you when you're like I say some stuff like, hey man, check out some of this music, see what we got going on. And this is the one that got sent back. I was not surprised in the least. Faded out a little bit. We're adding it's a little like, bit of production here. I know, man. I like that one because it's got a little bit of country twang, but then it's also got a hip hop beat. It's kind of work. It's it's definitely meet, meets like your Venn diagram of music. A little bit too honky tonky for your boy, but I, you know, I appreciate it sometimes. We're the message. We're hanging it's out, message, and it's go and hard. it's go hard. That's that's right. I mean, if you were a musician. You'd make music like that, probably. Mm-hmm. Like, what's uh, who was it? Morgan, Morgan Wallen. He's kind of doing that stuff right now. Florida Georgia Line. Um, Florida Georgia Line was, I think, the band that initially started collaborating with hip hop artists. Actually, Tim McGraw did it like back in the day with Nelly. Do you remember that song? That shit was corny. It wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. Not good. But uh. Yeah, I'm digging like Morgan, Morgan Wallens linking up with uh, Little Dirk doing their thing. They're just they've that got co- like they've got like four or five tracks together. Well, trap music is now pop music, so that's kind of the trend always. Whatever is is hot gets taken by every genre, and like the popular piece of genres, they'll try to start getting put in. Yeah, so you get trap beats basically across the board right now. So we're we're hanging out. We're, We're chilling, back. man. Episode two is happening. We have an Instagram account. What's it, what's our Instagram handle here? The Mile Hybrid Show. Mile Hybrid Show. That's it. We got a name. We're excited about it. Was that your first one that you that you thought of? Because that's your that's your that's all you. Yeah, I mean, there were there were a couple that were in contention there, but I felt like it it fit kind of where we live sure and does. the sport that we participate in, and we essentially just blended the two together. So I was back in on the East Coast over the weekend and it was like 78, but like 78% humidity and it was the most miserable experience. I was, I was, I'm so soft now because of the dry air that we have out here. Did you run indoors or out, outdoors? Outdoors. I was like, yeah, I wanted to go check a track. I did some threshold intervals. I just did eight by 800 with 200 meter like jog recovery. And That's it was a tough workout, bro. That's a for, tough workout. For who? Dude, get at, dude, that's a hard workout, bro. Like, it is a hard workout. I had to do it. Like It I was part, part of the progression. I was like, let's put this in. It's got to happen. What were you hitting? Not fast. I mean, at... What were your recovery jogs, too? So let's br- break it down. So the... I was running about 535s. Okay. Probably a little bit faster on some. But yeah, I was so coming... Like mid, mid to high 240s. Yes. Yes, mid two forties. Yeah, like it, it was two forty, two forty five, uh, maybe on, under a little bit on the first two, and then kind of fading into like two forty eights, and then the re- the jog recovery was taking about fifty seconds, forty five oh, wow. seconds. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So it was it was it's definitely a hard workout, mm-hmm. and putting that float type of recovery in something I've been playing around with quite a bit, and just trying to keep things very continuous where I've in the past really like to kind of have like local recovery. I think you use jog recovery a little bit more than I do. Mm-hmm. So I was doing the float recovery is something I'm, I think I'm going to put in to see how that affects my overall strength as a runner. Cause I think that's a piece that I, I've missed where my speed is good. And when you put the locals, the local recovery, you can run a little bit faster. Right. 
Um, but man, I just, <laughs> I run faster than that here at 54. I think we're here in Arvada. Yeah, dude, the humidity is worse than an altitude in my opinion. So in terms of, I think where it w- it will actually shut you down faster, but the discomfort, I don't know. What do you think? It, Cause that's like the one thing about at altitude it's just uncomfortable, like all the time. Like well, I feel like you nice. can at altitude, you can just go out slower and manage your effort a little bit better and stay within yourself. But once you overheat, there's just no coming back. You're there's toast. No coming back from that. <laughs> right. You're not going your body's not going to shut you down because it's afraid you're going to die because of uh, lack of like oxygen density in the air, but it will do that. If it feels like you're overheating, it'll put you on the ground. Absolutely. And speaking of eight by 800, that is a workout I've done many, many times. Eight by 800 with like one minute rest. Mm-hmm. Like that's a hard, that's a hard workout. And I know we wanted to touch on this, mm-hmm. a topic for today. I was going to save it for later, but since we're on it, we should just get it out the way. We're here. We're in it. What is your most repeated workout of all time? It's this got, it's got to be like that style, like, like four by mile, probably. Like if that, like four by mile at threshold minute recovery, if I'm including <laughs> four to five, yeah, four to five, if you, if you include it in or around it, but mile repeats at threshold effort, one minute recovery local. That's I've probably done that a hundred times, including college. I've done it so many times. It kills me to have to agree with you here because (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was scrolling through some old training logs to see which workout I have done like many, many times. And it would either be like you said, four five, six by mile with one minute rest, I've done that workout so many times. And when I do it, like I can just, how that workout goes really tells me a lot about where my fitness is. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of how I, I asked in the last episode, if that could be a benchmark workout because I sort of treat it that way. Um, but another close call would be like 16 or yeah, 16 to 20 by 400 at 5k pace with about 45 seconds to a minute rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those two are up there for sure. That's like the, that 400 workout. That was my kind of gold standard back in the college years. In high school, my workouts were hilarious. It would be like four by 400 at like mile pace with who knows how much recovery. <laughs> it could have been like 90 seconds to like three minutes, depending on my coach just kind of be like, all right, get back on it. And it would just, we just do four. Maybe six, eight is the absolute max. But in college, I like that 16 to 20. A 20 by 400 at a pace that's, yeah, 5K pace, maybe sub 5K pace. That is an absolute ass kicker. How do you feel about breaking a workout up like that into sets of, like if you were going to do 16 by 400, you could do, rather than doing the same recovery each rep for the whole workout you could do maybe four by 400 mm-hmm. at 5k pace with 30 seconds rest and then after the fourth rep you could take a little bit longer quarter jog, mile jog. jog a quarter mile yeah. 600 meters whatever and then start your next set or do you feel it's more beneficial to just stick with the same recovery throughout the workout 
I kind of think that's an interesting way to do it if you are building up in volume. So if you went from like, let's say 12 total 400s and you wanted to next week get 16 at a full mile, you could then do two by uh, eight by 400 with that break in between just to make sure that you're not blowing, blowing yourself up so bad. And then the next week, get rid of it. So I think it's like a good bridge to get there. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to be running faster, like then, yeah, like four by 400, like four by four by 400 at like mile pace, you know, something really hard. Then I think putting it in there, Um, but the recovery is interesting. Like playing around with recovery is a really interesting and important way to kind of change running workouts. And uh, uh, like we come from the same kind of background, right? And also we got some construction going on here. We are just doing work. So if you you always have something going on. We are, place. we are just what? driving forward. We need to get like, Amy's like, let's get everything done and out of the way. And I'm like, so, so we got Carl, he's out here protecting the house, you know, my guy. So if you hear a little bit of banging, clanging, that's what we, that's what we're doing. But we come from a very similar approach when it comes to the programming. It's like things are steeped in like running and endurance training. Right. And then taken from those principles and kind of moving it into what we do in hybrid. So I think the rest is, like, where would you rank rest in terms of importance for a workout? If it's like volume, intensity, uh, and I guess just like structure and as a whole. I don't know. I think they're all equally important. Um, it's a cop-out I answer, dog. Say, give, I me something say, more, give me something better than that. <laughs> I will say in hybrid racing, I feel like, I feel like it's important like the stagnant rest that the do 800 meters and then chill for two minutes and then do another 800 that just doesn't i don't see a ton of benefit in our space if you're strictly a runner um i i could see that being something you want to do um but for what we do we don't there's just no let up at all in any race from start to finish we're constantly moving switching switching exercises um, I think the recovery piece, one thing I started working on in my lap in the high rocks training block leading into worlds was increasing my recovery pace and slowing down my fast pace in a way, kind of how you did your 800 meter workout that you did on the East coast this past weekend. You s- 245 to 248, 800s is pr- probably pretty easy for you, but when you're running your jogs in 630 pace, you know, all of a sudden switching gears back into that, you know, 530 pace um, is a little more challenging. So almost like squeezing the two together. Um, I don't really know how to how to word it, but you're bringing both ends closer together. Does that make sense? I think you're muted. Are you muted? I did mute myself. Uh, and then I was saying like, it's more, then it kind of becomes more, it's not exactly like a fart lick, but kind of like that where it's very it really, much yeah. changing like speed play, changing the speed of things. And that is really going to increase the total volume of intensity, right? Like the intensity is not going to be spiked incredibly because of the recovery jog is still recovery. Mm-hmm. but it's still more intense than stationary, right? So it's it's like a way to improve your intensity and the duration of your intensity without it needing to be, yeah, like the Quentin Cassidy, the Kirk DeWitt, 
the 40 by 400. Like that's just so much, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're adding in that like jog piece, that to me is where it separates like a strength workout for when, when it comes to running from like a speed workout. Yeah. And, and just to give you an example, you know, if you were to do something like mile on mile off times five, which would yeah. give you t- 10 miles rather than saying, all right, I'm going to do the ons at six minute pace and the offs at eight minute pace. Maybe your ons are six thirty pace and your offs are seven minute pace. Right. You know? Yeah. So there's not this crazy drastic change in effort. It's almost, you're kind of just floating in and out of uh, the the pace and the effort, you know, but, but not like so drastically, you know? Mm-hmm. And where that's interesting, because that, that, that workout in particular, that's very runner, right? And that's going to yes. build like your muscular system to the point of you being able to run well over the course of a 10 mile half marathon. For what you're saying, like, and where I, I'm kind of going to push a lot of my efforts in this off season and kind of playing around with stuff is doing that type of recovery, either off of the road, off of a machine or off of a station or into a station. So it would be like a mile at whatever into 1500 meters of ski or row at a certain pace, right? Mm-hmm. So we're still getting that aerobic benefit with a little bit more specificity when it comes to this hybrid area, hybrid fitness racing area and without killing the body so much. I like that. And you know, like that's, it. that's something we've been talking about quite a bit, like offline. It's just like, how, we, how can we condition ourselves to go hard and then recover after going hard? You know, mm-hmm. for high rocks in particular, it's, it's, that's, it's seeming like that's what it's going to have to be. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I've found, I've, you find something that works and, it works for a little while and then you have to like change it up. I feel like I'm constantly kind of going back and forth on like what I feel like truly works. I know in this space, you know, I agree. Um, you know, for example, my deck is strong this past weekend. Like, where did that come from? Was that, was that the last four weeks of just doing like imams and, and, you know, adding a third intensity day to my, to my week, or was it the months and months of high rocks training that I've done before, you know, like sometimes it just doesn't make sense. So our guy came out, rebroke the world record. This is like, how many times you've broken a world record now in DACA? You've had, you've had, how long did you have fit for like a minute and a half? Did you ever have fit? I don't No, I did. I did. I broke it in Austin. I think. Yeah, you might, I you, think you, broke you had mine. it. I think you broke, I broke mine. yours. Yes. Which was easy. And then Ryland came in just gave us all that business. Yeah. Nobody had anything from that day. But yeah, I think and then he, yeah, and Austin and, and, then, and then he then he took Ryland took my deck a mile record and then I think Ryan Corning had the strong. So I ended up I had nothing there for a while. Jump. Like what the hell's going on here? Out here but, like I'm going to break all three. Watch. And I had none. You know, going into that DECA strong, we, we talked a little bit beforehand, and I, I mentioned that I would have been happy with anything close to 11.30. I thought that that was kind of For like sure. where, where my fitness was, especially being up here at altitude, like getting into like the low 11 range up at 6,000 feet. Like that is just, it's just hard. It's hard to do. But 
in the last month, I've spent a lot of time in that kind of 12 minute time domain. I've been going to like all my track workouts have been like, I pretty much start with just like a two mile. You can call it a time trial, but it's, it's, it's not all out, but it's pretty close. Like 90 to 95% effort, two mile, big break, and then have like an 800, couple of 400s. And then in, you know, a hundred meter EMOM. Um, so I've been spending some time in that, in that 12 minute time domain. Um, so I felt comfortable in terms of like how my body would hold up pushing the limits and in, in such a short event, but still, man, I'm like, like, where did that come from? Um, I looked at my watch right before I started the Ram burpees and saw that I was at 10, 10, 06. And I was like, Oh shit. Like if I can crank these out in, you know, 62, 63 seconds, I can break my own world record. And I was able to do that, but it was different this time. Like I, I didn't feel usually in a deck of strong. I get very like cardiovascular, like fatigue is obviously going to be there. Like you're going to be huffing and puffing, breathing heavy, but there's also that muscular fatigue that you can get in a deck of strong to where you get to those Ram burpees and like, it's just hard, you know, it's a grind, but I, I didn't even come to that. It didn't even come to that. Not even, I had like a little moment on zone eight where it started to kind of hurt a little bit, but I had already prepped myself for that before going into the event. I I told myself that, you know, it's going to be zone eight is where you really just have to like suck it up. It's 50 seconds of your life and then moving on to the, to the tank. And um, that was really the only part of the race that I kind of suffered was a few reps in zone eight, but um, zone 10 felt fine. I, I finished my last rep and normally I'm like on the ground, just like, oh my God, I need like my arms feel like they just like they've been poisoned, you know, um, but I felt fine giving people high fives. And again, it just like, sometimes it just doesn't make any sense. Could you turn your mic down a little bit on the on the yeah. knob, just a slice, just a little bit? Yeah. So, like, there's complete lactic takeover a lot of times, and yeah, in the arms in a deck of strong, that, that like real. happens. It is real. like it's just like sit ups, skier, farmers, assault, and then to the like by the time I'm at the assault, I can kind of feel it up in like your forearms. And yeah, we've talked about this before. Basically, zone A with the ball overs. That's where you kind of have to kick. And just like like go as hard I go as hard as I can on those dead ball overs, and it's like I need to rest, but I I can't. But there is cardio rest coming on the tank, mm-hmm. yeah, like like there it's a, it's a lot of it's mostly muscular on that, but like the breathing can can come come back quite a bit, and like you're gonna get in that tank and suffer no matter what, even if you're pushing it fresh, right? right. Like f- five lengths is gonna do it to you. So that's interesting that you're eight, like you weren't feeling that bad. I wonder what, I wonder if it is just because of the volume and the, um, the, your ability to clear the lactate, you know, and the crazy thing is too, is I've li- I, I was doing two strength workouts a week during high rock season. And I've been only doing one, one a week since, uh, Manchester. So like my strength work hasn't been, you know, I'm not doing like a ton right now. Um, they're really hard sessions, you know. I did them every Monday. I do my. I, I shouldn't even call them strength strength workouts. They're really just like muscular endurance workouts. Mm. Um, and they're pretty intense. They last about an hour long. My heart rate gets up a ton by the end. My my muscles are destroyed. 
Um, so maybe there's there's something to that. But and, you take, and you're pumped up, selfies in the mirror. What do you, what do you, what do you think 11.05 translates to at sea level? I think it's 15 seconds for that race. So I think whatever, 10, 50. That's crazy. That is crazy. Because that's what, that's what, when you did 11... 30 11 31 or so before worlds last year and that's what i figured i was like i think you can just go 11 15 and you were like 11 09 or something mm-hmm. right so yeah i think it's 15 seconds and that setup at deca worlds was not ideal but the sled was fast so i think it kind of it was kind of a wash like if that was a perfect setup like where things are like bang 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 i think it would have the time would have equated for the people like us <laughs> who were able to get our pick of the lanes or someone like Corning who was like zigzagging, Bubbles was kind of moving right. all over the place. Like less than ideal for those dudes. But uh, if you had that straight line of how we kind of got it, um, yeah, I think the time was like pretty fair. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's 15 seconds. So I say that's th- fair. And going into that, this race, like you said, like, oh, if I'm like, whatever, if I'm close to it, even like, what were you saying, 1145 or? Whoa, whoa, not that slow. Come on now. I mean, it's so early. Like you said, you haven't been doing anything. And you're still only a month removed from being in some of the best fitness I've ever been in. Right. And like your deck of mile was a week after, uh, after, um, Manchester, Manchester. So really not ready and primed to hit something super hard, like maybe physically, but mentally it's still like, Mm -hmm. like it sucks. But, um, and that time was about a minute 15 slower than your, your best. So, you know, figure deck is strong, maybe at 20, 25 seconds slower. Yeah. So if you're at 1130, you're in a really good spot. So 1105 is crazy. So we talked, we talked after you're done and you're like, the only thing that wasn't legit. And I was like, oh, here we go. I'm I'm surprised I even brought it up to you. I shouldn't even have said anything. (laughs) You just are that, you're just that. But the, the reason, the reason I did bring it up to you is because. I really kind of wanted your opinion on whether or not whether or not this should be allowed. And the listeners are probably wondering what the hell I'm even talking about right now. Yeah. But um, so, yes, I did set a world record this past weekend. I broke my own world record. 11.05, Deca Strong. But there's always a but. Got to be a but. Um, they used a skierg. That was not concept two. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the brand, but I spoke to the owner and he said that Yancey had given them approval to use this brand of machine. Um, and that it was okay, and that it was equally it was equally the same. Well, I'm doing my warm-up and everything on the on the concept twos in the back. Oh, they had concept and- twos there? They had concept twos there, but then they didn't use it for didn't use it for the comp. Oh, they should just needed this. They need to swap those. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm getting ready to compete, and I go out to the competition floor because there's two separate rooms. There's the warm up area and the competition floor area, and I get out there and notice that there there weren't concept twos on the competition floor. That it was some other brand of skier. And I'm it's like, called, what? You sent it here as PB Extreme. PB Extreme. And I don't know if that's the name of the company that makes the machine or if it's just or just like, the erg yeah, yeah 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 i don't know um so 
I see this there and I asked the guy, I'm like, what's this? And he's like, oh yeah, it's like, it's a skier, you know, it's not concept two, but it's, it's the same, you know? Well, I ended up pulling a couple strokes on it before I started the race and it was not comparable. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. Is it a, a massive difference? Not really. So just to give you an idea, when I do a deck of strong, my 500 meter ski erg pace on the concept two is typically in the low to mid 140s mm-hmm. in deck of strong. Mm-hmm. So 142, 143 is kind of like where I want to sit. And on this machine, I think I skied a 132. So oh. you're looking, <laughs> you're looking at, you know, 10 seconds plus or minus a second or two. Um, it didn't feel any easier. You just got it done 10 seconds faster. Right. Like I was still smoked when I got off of it and went to the farmers, but I just, I did it for 10 seconds less. And it got me thinking like, I'm, I'm 100% going to take, take this world record, you know, Yeah, said it was good, that it's good to go. Um, but it got me thinking about other athletes who might run into this same situation at their local gym trying to qualify for deca fit world championships whether it be in deca mile deca strong um and and i'm not quite sure actually i mean i think every gym needs to be using the same piece, piece of equipment you know for for somebody like myself who is most likely going to get in qualify regardless of the machines not everyone has that luxury mm-hmm. so if someone has been using a concept two all along and then there's another athlete kind of on the fringe of making it into the the elite wave at the world championships and they find themselves using one of these particular skiers and they get a 10 second advantage off of doing not being any fitter just the equipment that they're using and they get in over someone who used a concept too. To me, that doesn't seem fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. I mean, we've had discussions about these, these times and like the deck of miles of one in particular, it's like, okay, now like the, the measurements might get screwed up of like what's one sixty. the courses are all different, but yeah, I mean, realistically, how many, different gym venues have you done a deca event in like four about about yeah like yeah. i i would say i'm about the same and everything's gonna be a little bit different but like with all these gyms that are affiliating there's probably going to be gyms that have these extreme pb machines or they have a bike that's like the echo bike on the opposite end like maybe it's slower or some of the equipment is going to be just like the surface for the sleds for the for the torque tanks gonna be a little bit different like there's no way to keep these things completely standardized so like and i want to be up front too that i'm not i'm not mad or upset with the gym like they did no what i mean like they like they don't care i mean like what's like yeah they're they're not they're they're there to run an event for their members and to get people to recognize their gym not to like really like sanction a world record you know I, i think it just bothers me that world championship bids are on the line at these local gyms, you know, and people take this stuff very, very seriously. And when 
the machines aren't standardized and you know you could get a 10 second advantage using a machine that you know i don't know i don't know because it's like yeah it's 10 seconds right so like make your time 11 15 that's still great oh and, and like the for the record too i was at altitude so if we if we take my 10 second advantage that i got from the skier and then take about five so what do you, well, you think 10 55 10 11 flat wait if you take the if you're if you have the okay bogus so let's ski, add let's add 10 skier. seconds real quick yeah so that would be 15 let's say 11 15 and then yeah. subtract another 15 seconds from being at altitude so we're we're right on the cusp of 10 59 11 flat I don't think your time's faster at sea level with a regular ski erg. But I'm just doing the altitude conversion. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I think that ski erg was like altitude convert, like conversion plus some. <laughs> you pull, you pull, you're telling me it's 132, but I bet in, in person it was probably like 125. And you're like, I can't tell people that I was doing it wasn't. that. No, it I wasn't. I, I like, hey, I'm, I am. The, the course skeptic here you basically did a freaking deck a mile in on a spanish high rocks course oh boy here we go that's 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 where we're at but uh but yeah man they're, they're gonna have to do something down the road right like i don't know if it's like that <clears throat> there is a specific area within a deck of fit that you know from 12 to f- 3 you can pay the 60 bucks that you would normally pay an affiliate and they run Deca Strongs or Deca Miles during Deca Fits, like in a warm up area, right? Mm-hmm. Like just, or that you have to be the only way to qualify for world championships for elite, like for age group. I think that's like, it's annoying, you know, but now that there's 20 spots, we're probably going to find the age group athletes that deserve to go. Like the people at the bottom, like, and there's the last year, there was a real generous roll down for strong and mild so i think like mm-hmm. they can still qualify through gym events and these are people who might not want to travel to events as much but for elite where there's money on the line i think you either have to do it at an, a deca fit or have it be like one of those road shows where there's someone from deca who sets up same equipment they bring all the same equipment to the place and they set it up and there's like basically a deca employee there to mm-hmm. to certify the times right because if we're going to have these things like and what if it's like what if it's the assault bike and they have like a Schwinn Airdyne and they're like, yeah, no, it's basically the same, but they just like, why? Do 20, do 25 <laughs> cows in like 25 seconds. <laughs> right. And they don't want to, they don't want to spend, you know, 1600 bucks to get two assault bikes or whatever. Like they're like, we have these Airdynes. They're fine. Mm-hmm. We're not buying. Well, then shit. you shouldn't be able to be a DECA affiliate then to but be that's... a DECA affiliate. Then you need to have the equipment that, is being used in the competition. And I think that they try to make it that way. I think that they, but what's stopping a gym owner from just like lying? They're like, yeah, okay, but we're just trying to put on an event. Like we're not that interested in certifying times for people to make it to the world championships. We just want to put it on a good event for our community and take advantage of this DECA affiliate and their marketing, like everything else, who cares? I guess so. like, yeah, we got, we got Echo bikes. We got, we got assault bikes here for sure. I'd no. be so bummed if i showed up to like a deck of strong or deck of mile and they had echo bikes <laughs> like because I, uh, so I totally like time my whole my whole like assault bike is is you know 
predicated on getting my RPMs up and then getting to about 20 cows and then starting to kind of coast in, you know, whereas you don't get that free energy on the, on the echo bikes. Echo bikes going to stop you that you see assault has that new belt driven bike that they just released Mm -mm. They're I think they're calling it the assault elite X or some shit. Uh, E-Rock has one. E-Rock, E-Rock got sent one. Cause I know you're, you're all in on assault with the treadmill. Now you're just out there self-propelled sponsor, car- sponsor your corner. boy, dude. Come on. I tell you what, the, I'm not a huge fan of doing long duration workouts on the assault runner. Yeah. But in terms of just hopping on and off for some quick compromise running workouts, I think it's like the perfect machine because you don't have to start up the treadmill or worry about it cutting off while you're doing burpees or whatever the case may be. Um, you just get hop on and off. It goes as you go. I think it's a great tool, especially for athletes who are on the bigger side, like are on this more coming from a strength background, like to be able to do intervals on that, as opposed to like concrete, like it's a little bit more gentle, but you still kind of have to pace it where a regular treadmill, you just set it and then you can kind of zone out. You have to be more present on that thing. But yeah, Speaking man. Speaking of strength, dude, do you think I'm just getting too strong? Am I like... <laughs> Dude, you're, skin, you're skinny, you're tiny, Relax. small. You got to eat more, bro. Growing up a runner, it's still weird to me that I'm good at an event that has no running in it. And it seems like I'm getting better at that stuff than I am some of the other stuff that has running in it. I'm like, what, what's happening? The engine, the, like, I don't think it's too strong because like you're not that strong. But the, uh, I mean, and we see some of these athletes who are also per- performing really well. They're not necessarily smaller than you like would you say yeah no no but i probably i don't know i think i lift weights more than most of the guys i compete against definitely you you don't ever lift are you kidding me i stay in the gym the what are you weighing in at i'm like i'm like 185 right now that's about right it's like normal for you yeah so what would you think like would you want to be like my size like i'm like 175 well, it's for it's weird for Deca strong, Deca mile, and Deca fit. I have different like body types that I'd like to be at for each one of them. <laughs> See if you can do that in three successive days. Right. I'd like to be like Deca strong weight for me is about one eighty five to one eighty seven. Deca mile weights probably like low one eighties, and then if I had my way, Deca fit, I'd be under one eighty, maybe mm-hmm. like one seventy eight or so. But it's just so hard for me to get under one eighty. And especially like hold it, hold it there, maintain it. Um, so in terms of strength, though, I think I don't think there is too too strong. I think that there is a point where if you're focusing on strength work over endurance work, then it's not going to give you the same benefit of performance. But you're not doing that, right? Like it's mm-hmm. not it's not making you slower because you're stronger. I don't think like where, where you currently are, there's some people who come in and, you know, they would rather do Metcons or lift than to do skier intervals. And like, that's a problem, but you're fine, dude. You're not even strong. I just feel like I'm, I'm dude, I'm turning into a functional fitness athlete. I'm no longer a, a runner. We got to get you in some like, CrossFit events. Did you, did you have any FOMO about battle bunker? Zero. Zero FOMO? No FOMO at all, man. Like, you beat Isaiah, I, you think? I don't really know how he did, to be honest. I think he did well. 
But like, who was there? The competition was like decent. He, uh, like, there was another dude, Phil Muscarella, who's uh, another semis athlete. Then it was like Cole and a dude, Jake Gibbs, who's good at like crossfit functional fitness stuff. You yeah, probably, like, would, you probably would have been the fastest guy. I you. think Cole, Cole and Jake. I mean, they're great athletes. Like Isaiah is really the only one who has like an accomplished career in that group. Mm. You know, mm. um, I don't like, know. It was looking hot. It was like a hundred degrees. Was it? Yeah, legit. And in Texas, so there was not. It wasn't dry. It wasn't a a dry hundred degrees. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I didn't follow it. I'm just not into. I'm not into it right now. Yeah, I gotta go back um, and check it out. Before I want to touch on Deca Fit this weekend, mm. um, but before we do, I wanted to bring up a question your boy Marcus Wallace had. Yes, is Deca Strong a hybrid race? Do you consider it to be a hybrid race? And before you before you comment, I will say that last year at the World Championships. Um, I took second to you and Deca fit on day one. Yep. And I remember. Then... <laughs> and then we'll punch you in the face. <laughs> we're going to do right this through in... this computer screen. We're going to do this in person at some point, And, and yep. in every episode, we're just going to fucking fight it's each gonna other. Brawl, dude. It's going to be awesome. Hello fight. <laughs> um, and then day two, the first event of the day was Deca strong. And, mm-hmm. I won that, and then I I admit that I felt it felt weird to win my first world title in an event that did not have any running in it. So I felt I needed to justify that by winning the deck a mile, which mm. is we already know that's a hybrid competition. Um, but the more I think about it, I, I feel like I'm starting to kind of change my opinion on on deck strong. Let's hear what your thoughts might be. Yeah, I suppose it's just like your definition of what hybrid like fitness racing is. Does it have to have running to be hybrid or does it just need to be a combination of strength and endurance? Because if, it, if it's the latter, then all CrossFit is hybrid and like a hybrid event, which I, I think is fair. Like they're doing multiple styles of working out and testing multiple domains of their energy systems that I would consider what they do in CrossFit hybrid fitness. So unless we want to have it a completely separate definition where there's like a hybrid fitness racing endurance and hybrid fitness racing strength and like then it splits. But I, I think if you're just taking it from a broad angle, like, yeah, I think it counts. I agree with that. Yeah, I think a multidimensional in terms of just like the movements and exercises. Yeah. And something that tests strength and uh and endurance and, and power yeah and strength power. power and stamina um i think all of that kind of you can bunch that up into a hybrid the hybrid category you know yeah i agree like where if we look at like what's the opposite right it would be a powerlifting that's just strength it would be like strongman that's 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 even strongman could be a bit hybrid like they are working in endurance to a certain respect where it's like muscular endurance and a little bit of cardio output like that could even be like a hybrid event but like running that's just cardio endurance more or less right Mm -hmm. like if it's just like a single race with one element in it 
So I think hybrid hybrid fitness, hybrid racing is like very broad. Yeah. So yeah, you got two hybrid championships, man. And two world records, don't forget it. Two world records. One was run in Spain. So there's an asterisk. I'm pop, I'm popping an asterisk next to that. Dude did dude did this dude did the skier on like fucking like Mattel brand. Bought it at KB Toys. Oh boy. Just pull like pulling like 36 strokes per minute. You do realize one, had I been one, on a con- 119. You do he realize. comes off it. He's like, eh, it's like 120 something. It's not even a big deal. It's like the same. You're like, you're like when Hunter set the world record in Spain. He's like, yeah, of course, legit. They're all the, they're the, they're the, somebody, <laughs> I don't know what people some, are complaining about. Somebody listen to this will know what I'm talking about with this machine. I want, I need them to chime in and let you know that it, it's only about a 10 to 12 seconds difference on this, on this machine. So that still puts me 11 to 15. That is still, significantly oh, yeah. faster than you've ever been <laughs> and will, will ever be significantly i got second last year do you remember and i'm even smaller than you i'm so. willing to bet my bank account that you'll never hold the world record in deca strong and <laughs> deca strong <laughs> i mean look if i get like a kb toys well, tricycle for the assault bike i could get there but should, should, should we talk about an event that did have the concept too in it. Which one? Deca Fit Carolinas, bro. When I say Deca, you say Fit. Deca what, Fit. What'd you think? But I was like, impressed. Let me. I got. I wanna. I thought I had something before we moved on from Deca Strong. Mm. Oh, what you got? What this you is got? this is not. This is really nothing. Um, better believe if they have another event i'm gonna be there i'm not missing an event down at training bro yeah <laughs> i did through. i did see a roadshow is coming to denver did you see that like in august um Mm-mm. august like 20th at v23 which is one of the oh, bigger nicer shit, gyms dude, i think that's the weekend of the great games so and that's when i'm gonna break your record at least you'll be you'll be one spot higher yeah you break the record when i wasn't even there i couldn't even like validate this but we'll see so there's two. There's one at like a F45, and there's one at uh, like a V at, a, at, at V23. So, oh, VJ was supposed to show up this weekend too. I know. Did not show. I called him up afterwards. Said, "Yo, your boy just broke the world record. Where are you at? Where you don't want that I'm, smoke? I'm on the green, baby. I'm put. I'm putting. Our guy got a hole in hitting some drivers. Our guy got a hole in one the other day. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, he said part three. I think he said 180. Popped Damn. it in the hole. Something no one will ever do. You know, I might never have the Deca strong world record, and he might not either. But you're probably not, you're not going to get a, a hole in one. one. No. I'm lucky to get that on the putt putt golf course. Same. When are you gonna When are you gonna um, retire from this and and be a pro pickleball player? Is pickleball the move? I mean, Is you that... like you like ping pong. No, you, say, I, you say you're good I like at that. Ping pong, and you I'm, like tennis, and I like tennis. Pickleball is just like right in the middle. I, all right. If there are any tennis coaches out there, please reach out to me. DM me. I am convinced that if I had a professional coach who coached me for a year, give me a year, just like Hunter did with his his rowing. Thing, speed canoe? You know, speed canoeing, sprint canoeing. Give me a year with a great coach. I already have like the baseline skills. Like I can do all this stuff. I just need to get a little bit better and I don't know how to get there. 
So we need tennis coaches out there. Holler at your boy. What's going to happen in one year? What are you going to do? You're going to be out there ATP? I'm going to be winning majors. I'm going to be winning Wimbledon when I'm like 41. Just one year. Just like this guy is an absolute prodigy. (laughs) Could you even believe it? This is. I'll make more. I'll make more in one tennis match than I've made my entire freaking OCR and hybrid racing career combined. Pro tennis is your backup plan from pro hybrid racing. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, this, this. I would I could I would give you the benefit of the doubt, but when we went to the Nuggets game uh, a couple of weeks ago, we're sitting like courtside. I brought I, I brought your broke ass with me. I'm out here balling out, having a <laughs> just kidding. Shout out, shout out to uh, Rich's brother, <laughs> Tr. Uh, and you know, we're sitting there watching, and you're like. I could be out there doing this. I'm like, I'm like, I'm actually not sure. You're like, please, you're watching Grayson Allen. You're like, I'm the same as Grayson Allen. Watch this. Dude, he was driving to the hole, like doing nothing special. I'm like, I could do that. I could 1000%. Give me the ball. Put me out there. <laughs> so that that's the only reason why I'm not, I don't have complete confidence in your pro tennis career is uh, just that you, your, your confidence is just elevated. You you're up there. And and I and I aspire to have that type of confidence, but I don't. But you can't be in the NBA. I I honestly agree. I cannot be in the NBA, but I could. <laughs> I could beat Novak Djokovic. <laughs> Give him that work. Beat him at what? Beat him at Gov Games. <laughs> he was out there. All right, deck of strong Carolinas. Deck of strong Carolinas. Deck of strong Carolinas. <laughs> deck of fit. Fit. Deck of. Fit. Yeah, we had a deck of fit go down in uh where was it? Concord, Concord, North Carolina. Yes, I Concord. I believe that is that how you say it in that Concord. That's yeah. like your neck of the woods. That's like how far is Concord from Norfolk? Mm-hmm. Is that what you say? We do you say VA Beach or say Nor- Norfolk when you're like telling Norfolk. people Norfolk? Nor- Norfolk. Yeah. That is that what you is that how you claim home to people? Hampton Roads. That's like that's like home home, but people like the might- greater area there yeah gotcha gotcha that's not far right how far is no, Con- that's not far Concord. a couple hours a couple hours drive gotcha that's your, that's I'd your be, neck if i was still living in virginia i would have been there that's your but, neck uh, of the woods yeah we had some uh some some big names show up we had colin steve is it steeper or stifer that's your boy steve i say steeper and i and i and he says i'm saying it correct okay colin steeper on the men's side and then tara jackson on the women's side and Tara, I mean, she Tara took care of business. I, I, she was probably going to win that. Like you know, Bridget was her biggest competition, and I she's seven, I she's seven months she's pregnant. Seven months pregnant. <laughs> she's like, she's not just like pregnant. She's like pregnant. I had no idea. Um, and then on the men's side, Colin. I mean, there was quite a battle there for a little while. Him and uh, some other guy who I think came over from Europe. No, Joe Co- first. Joe Coda, not, not Joe. The guy that finished third. Who's the guy that finished third? Oh, uh, Joe Kilmer. He he's he's good. He's been doing. He's like a sixty-two minute high rocks guy. He's a U.S. guy. And then, but the guy that got second. That's Joe Cotto. Oh, I thought he came over from Europe or something. Nah, you're just you're just building these stories up Mm. in your brain. They had a race in Europe. Our guy Alphonse. Alphonse, what would he do, dude? He was like thirty-one high, like pretty good. Took the W. So in America, what's that? 35, 35, 35 <laughs> <Jay>. <laughs> Well, the, the race they did in, uh, 
in Spain last year. This this was that outdoor venue, and they had it was three laps for five hundred, so that's way slower. But I think this was like in in a venue, and if they if they do deck the way they do here, like there's no reason why there shouldn't be similar times. But their venue, their venues look pretty good over there. They put them in like with like the bleachers and stuff, right? Bleachers, and then like even like the lanes where you push the tank, like they put tape down, so you have to stay like in your lane, mm. um, which is great because how many times have you that thing started going crooked and you kind of bump into someone else? Yeah, they have a mind of their own. Like, just yeah. on those concrete floors, they'll just start sliding. If they start sliding, I'm like, sick. Let's go. Let's go. Push it a little bit Let's faster. Go. Yeah, uh, but Joe Cotto, he's he's good. I, I mean, I've never. His fitness is good. He is currently in second in the Savage Series. I've never raced him. I don't know really mm. much about him, but he races pretty much all the Savage Series. And right now he's in second. Yeah, I mean, he put up a good fight with Colin. And Colin, I mean, I got to say, dude, I was impressed with with any... Dude, if you go under... but I think anything under 31 is just like rock freaking solid. Rock solid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That should, get, that should keep him in the top... That that'll be top ten. That that'll be fast heat. Last year I was seven, so. like a thirty forty. I think. I think it'll be good enough. And he took a whole. He took like a full minute off of his time. It's good. Mm-hmm. So he he's, he's just a beast on the machines. And I think now that his compromised running is probably getting a little bit better, or maybe he's just like total running is getting better. But yeah, he, a good smart he came race. into the row. I looked like he was a little conservative up until the row. And then came out of the row like 10 seconds up yeah. on everyone. And that was kind of it. And then yeah. like on a ski, he's such a monster. We, we rode to get, we raced him in High Rocks, LA, the first race after DECA. And he, you, you ran out a little bit hard. I was very conservative. You got to skier, I don't know, three or five seconds ahead of everybody else. And then Colin came out of the skier before you, right? I don't think so. I thought I thought it was, or like right with you. He was doing like one forty. I think I think it might have been with me, but mm-hmm. I definitely came out on that run in first. You did, yeah. So I mean, he has like huge capacity on machines. He's someone that we need to get a deck of strong in. He will be mm-hmm. he's gonna be a problem. Built different. He won't be eleven oh five though. I mean, it depends on depends on what skier they depends on the skier on the on the on the you know. KB nah, he'll be good. Rower. He'll be good for real. I, really I mean, good. I could see him being eleven thirty, like for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because his and he's got a, he's got good size too. He might even be. He's probably one eighty five, one ninety, as well. Um. So as he works on his runs, would be good. But yeah, Tara, mm-hmm. Tara took care of things. It was a battle for that second, third spot with Michelle Navarro and Lori Winkleman, I believe. And Michelle ran aggressive. She was out there and doing doing her thing, but uh. I think it's Lori. She had, she had a, a really strong finish to the race. But yeah. How many more how many more deck of fits are there before the world championships? Because it's looking like Orlando is about to be like West Palm was. It should last be year, just you, stacked. You would think so. That's why I, I would like to not do that race. If because I might go to Spain and do a high rocks the week after. You're just all in, dude. You're I can't you're do mo- you're moving over there or what? I, I should just set up shop. We'll go international. That'll be the marketing plan for rmr armor whatever we're calling it and i'll be i'll be the hq i'll be the european hq you hold it down for mile hybrid here and 
yeah, we'll just spread. We'll just spread. But I can't be, I can't, I can't think, I can't wait around like I did last year and like hope it will happen. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I think there's PA. There's, but that's not, dude, that's how many people are going to travel to that PA race? You know, it's not a ton. Yeah. yeah. And it's still, there's still time. There's, there's PA and it'll get like, the Northeast contingent, right? Like the DC, like the like Magida should show up. I think Riker's going to come up. Uh, Dylan is going to need to get one in if he cares to even do DECA. And then the, and then like Awandra will be there and <laughs> Meg's going to be there. And then uh, there's Indiana. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to bring something up. What you bringing up? Uh, Nick Riker. What's with our guy? I clicked on his Instagram profile the other day. Cause I'm like, let's see what old Nick's been up to. And in his bio, it says Nashville's second fittest man. It does? It says Nashville's second fittest man. And says, I just busted out laughing. All <laughs> that. But it's kind of like right on brand with like something Nick would put in there. Like it just works. Nashville. <laughs> He's scoping it out, dude. 2023 Nashville's second fittest man. Yeah, come on, dude. Because I know he's talking about the Nashville fit games, but... Nashville has that. I just thought it was hilarious. And Nashville has that proven camp, which is um, it's Shane, Shane, or of of Tia, Claire, and Shane. Mm-hmm. Like they have a CrossFit gym where they all come. It's like Brooke Wells, Sydney Wells, Will Morad, the Panchecks, like uh, the proven team, like amazing, Loaded. amazing CrossFitters. And Riker's out here, yeah, second place in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Mm. <laughs> Maybe that's the case, but shouts that's to our him. guy though. That's shouts, our guy. Shouts to him. Maybe, maybe he, that is that is a good. <laughs> I like that. Um, then there's Fort Wayne, Indiana. Then there's a race in the UK. There's a race in Canada. There's a race in Puerto Rico, and then there is. So I guess there's six more than Orlando. So there's 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 some more. But I think most of them are roadshows. Puerto Rico's a roadshow. Fort Wayne's a, a roadshow. I think Canada, Ontario's a roadshow. And maybe even the UK one is as well. I'm not sure. Probably the UK one wouldn't be a roadshow. That, that, that wouldn't make sense. I think the world record will get broken on the men's and women's side in Orlando. You think so? I think so. Hmm. I don't know. Well, if who... I mean, that's, I mean, I guess it depends who shows up on the women's side. Like if Meg decides to go down, she'll have a shot. I mean, I think she has a shot in PA when she runs it, you know, and I don't think Lauren's going to make her way all the way to Orlando. Do you see Meg winning this year? Do you think Tarek can beat her? I mean, maybe, uh, but Meg might be better at at DECA than she is at high rocks. That's scary. I know. Like, and she's kind of said that too. She's like, this might be my jam because she's so fast. Right. Mm-hmm. Like she, and I mean, she's also very strong. She has all the pieces, but she is faster. Than yeah. Cause what Tara, Tara probably runs her 5K in sub 19, right? She's in the 18s, 1830. Yeah. I think, I think right. I think below 1830. Okay. Yeah. And then or she makes probably mid 17s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's got a minute advantage just on the running piece. Probably. And then I can't imagine Tara being able to outstation her. It's no. But then you you put the two together, and then it it could change something. You know, maybe the and Tara's just dialed in. You know, she had a great 
plan last year and executed and is good on the assault bike. And that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a place that she might have a, an advantage over a Megan Lauren right now, but as things go, who knows? So yeah, I think Meg, I mean, yeah, she's got, she's got to be one of the favorites. I wouldn't put her as the favorite if I was setting odds here, because I mean, that's just disrespectful, but, uh, Actually, maybe I don't know. <laughs> so I guess we'll see. We'll see in uh, in PA how she does. You want to do a, a quick split breakdown for Decafit? For fit? Yeah, for Decafit. Let's do it. Okay. So I get a lot of people sending me DMs asking me like what my splits are. How fast do I do the row? How fast do I do the ski? Because on the website, when you pull up the results, it doesn't tell the whole story. Um. Because it has transitions. Because it has the transition time added in there. Um, So I thought we would just take a few seconds and just kind of like break down what, you know, if there's some aspiring elite athletes out there trying to make their way, you know, from age group up to the elite race, um, what is it going to take, right? Like Mm. how fast are these guys actually doing these stations in? Um, so I just want to take a few minutes and obviously mine are going to be much faster than yours, but we can, we can do, we can do yours too. If you want, please you yeah, let's do mine and we can, uh, and I'll, I'll, I could, we could, and it can be just like, kind of like generic. I mean, it doesn't need to be like, you know, we'll give a spread. Yeah. We'll give a spectrum. Yeah. And then we'll do the women as well. Um, and a bit from what we can understand of where they are typically coming in zone one, zone one is really not that important but if it's your first deca and you're not ready for the speed of it you could definitely get buried <laughs> you can get kind of like lost if you're not coming into that with some sort of skill and speed with it what would be the slowest you'd want to come out of that station so it is thir- it's 30 reverse lunges with the 55 pound ram and I would say 30 to 35 seconds. You can kind of cheat. You can kind of like not do lunges the full way. You were the one that got the rule changed because of your pivoting. That's that wasn't even my thing. I don't know why you were doing it the same freaking event. Nah, we were dude, doing nah. the exact same thing <laughs> oh, on the exact same day. Like, oh, Rich Ryan's cheating. Look at his look at it. Look at his box step over. I didn't even make that up. I think that was like a corning or bubbles. I think Tom Simeon had a little bit to do with that. That was not me. I just saw it. And I was like, look, cheater. See, it, it feels good. It's, I don't think it's that fast though. I don't think like the pivot. I don't think is faster. Did you? No, no. And I still pivot a little bit, but I just stay on the mat. It's because you're cheating ass. Um. But I typically I'm within 30 to 35 seconds in zone one. If I'm slower than 35 seconds, that's not good. I would say 40 is about as slow as you want to be. 40 is the absolute slowest. Like if you, if you do your, if you come into the elite race, do your zone one in 42 seconds, you, you're going to be 10, eight to 10 seconds off the lead already. Like right might, off the bat. that might be so, okay. Depending on how people could approach be. this. Thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's a, uh, in, in, at the world champs, I was 35 and I was seventh. It doesn't seem right, but. And that's with the little bit of transition. Yes. That's with the in and out. And the in and out is usually for this, uh, the lunges. I don't know. What do you say? It's five seconds, maybe. Five Depends seconds when you get so. there, I guess. And what mat is available to you. If you have to yeah. go all the way in, then you're going to have a bigger transition. So what do you think about the row? 138 to 143. Yeah. I maybe even you could extend it to 145. 
Um, but that's kind of the ballpark. One one thirty eight to one forty three. Low low one forties is kind of the sweet spot. Yeah, and it seems like I think that with the row and fit that being that aggressive, like 140, 139 is probably too fast in the scheme of where you are in the race, but you almost have to do it to stay in the race. And there's more recovery after like, I think 138 or 139, like a deck of strong, that's too fast or a deck a mile. Like I'm, I probably mm-hmm. would go slower in those two versus fit just because there's that there is time to run after and it's a little bit more trainable. I like to, I'm around 140. I'm cool. around 140 on that. You what were you at World Champs? You you guys were you and you and Ryland had to fucking Yeah, I think you, I was going too fast. I think I, I was under 140, I think. You, you guys were just whipping it out, measuring it. This, I know. This weekend at, at Deca Strong, I I went 141 and it felt smooth. Yeah. And I, that was kind of the goal too. It was like how fast can I go while still being like in control of my effort. And I think that's the issue, right? Like what is the effort that needs to be hit that you're not tipping over and 500 is almost not enough time to realize that you've gone too hard. Mm -hmm. So being dialed in and knowing like, is this comfortable and knowing if it feels comfortable within 150 meters, because I think you, you can get kind of hundred meters almost free. Right. That's like 20 seconds or so. It's not that that's not even that many pulls. But by the time you're at 150, like kind of checking in and being like, where is this? Do I feel fine? Like, am I am my legs blowing up? I feel my glutes. Is my respiration rate okay? So being as smooth as possible and as fast as possible, I think is Yeah, it's a great it's a great station, especially like early on, to just kind of like check in with yourself and mm-hmm. see how you're feeling. And, you know, if, if maybe you went out a little bit too hot on the first couple runs in the first station, then like, yeah, like let's dial it back a few seconds here on the row. Or if you've got a little bit more energy, you can pick it up, but it's just a great place to just kind of check yourself. For sure. What about step overs? Where are we at here? Kind of the same as the lunges, really 30 to 35 seconds um, oh. is, is kind of what the elites are, are doing. How fast do you think you could do these if you were just like you warmed up 10 to 15 minutes and just like 20 <laughs> box step overs for time? Like, could you even I go would, faster? I, I'm, I guarantee I would fall for sure. <laughs> I'd either trip over my feet or just get to the top of the box and get my feet crisscrossed. And um, I don't know, man, maybe it's 27 seconds. Maybe. Yeah, because I think it's this is almost like as fast as you could go. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's, that's kind of how I think for this, like just be at, and like this, this is something that I think is interesting with DecaFit is like that there is a little bit of a lateral component. Like this is more of an, an athletic ability station, right? Like there's not, you can't smash people on this the way you could smash people on something that's more strength and output, like the row, the ski or the bike, but you can lose time. And especially for the athletes who are in the age groups that are 40 plus, you can really see the ones whose coordination is starting to decline a little bit versus mm-hmm. the athletes who are still able to kind of work side to side. And it's a, it can, it's a game, it's a game changer in the age group category, but in the elite, it's basically just like, don't fall over. And it should, it shouldn't be super taxing. You should be able to get through this station in thir- sub 35 seconds and feel somewhat recovered coming mm-hmm. out of it. 
So if it is if it is taxing you, then you need to either you don't you're you're not in control of your effort, or you need to switch up your technique or strategy, whatever you're doing. Because it's not isn't yeah. Practice more. Do more. Because that like do thirty. Do do like, like do you, you think know. do you think forty seconds? If you do the box jump stepovers in forty, like that's too slow. Right? I think so. Even if you do it and you're kind of a mess, like when Ryland does them, for example, like he's not he doesn't do them the way we ha- do them necessarily, but he does them as fast or faster. He might not be as efficient, but like it doesn't look the way ours do. And I don't think it looks as like crisp and clean, but it's still, even if like you're jumping over it, like you're not going to, it's not going to be that much slower. I think you're just going to be that fast and just like your, I don't know how much time you kind of spend. If like you are tripping over the box or the box is moving on you or something like that. How much of a badass do you feel when you're doing those box jump step overs? Man, I must tell you, you just feel like a full, just full on savage. Cause at CrossFit I go to, they, Oh, they're probably like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> they're all monsters doing down there. fucking <laughs> little, little <laughs> skips. I'm skipping over the box. Hopscotching. But yeah, if I, if they, I'm, I'm going to try to get some of them to come do a deck strong at that V23. And I'm not, I don't want to tell them any of the tricks and just see like how it goes. I had, I had a bunch of people at the gym this past weekend ask me about that. They were like, what the hell was that? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm just following the rules. I don't know. Following the rules. All right. So sit ups. What you think? It's a bit of a range here. I think. Um, oh, we haven't done any of the women's. Let's go back and do the women's real quick. I think the women's okay. uh, for the stepovers it can be about the same. Like I think it can be thirty-five to forty. Like realistically, I think if you are on the row for women's, I think two flat is pretty mm-hmm. safe and conservative. If you're pushing further into Below 155, you're probably a little bit too aggressive. I haven't seen anybody do that fast yet and come out and race well. So I think like two flat, like 158, and like you're going to be as competitive as you can. So looking at like yeah, 206 to 212 or something like that, I think is going to be about as fast as um, you'll need to be. And I think zone one should be about the same as as the men. So what what, what we said there was what okay. 40. And you need to be in the 30s. You need to be in the 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Sit-ups. Sit-ups are a bit of a range. They've gotten better since we started doing this. I think when, you know, DecaFit first came came into existence, we were honestly closer to the minute range, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. With with these sit-ups. And now we're cranking them out in 40 seconds. Yep. You know, 40 seconds. Yeah. 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 And this was a place where Ryland really kind of separated on us in West Palm. Mm-hmm. And this is a place where I actually made up a lot of ground in, in AC. Yeah. And so, and I was just under 40. I was 39 there. But I think anything under 50 seconds, I think is solid. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to scroll down and see like what, like an ass was there. They use like 52 seconds. And, and if I was, you, if you, if you're wanting to practice this station, all you need to do is set up a pair of dumbbells up against a wall, put your feet into the dump, like where the handle is, and yeah, you're locked in and just, just throw the ball up against the wall. Yeah, it's not even high. Like, you, like basically, if you were just, I mean, I guess if you're taller, like if you just sit all the way up and just like put the ball against the wall, you're basically going to be able to hit the target. That's probably where it is. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I think that's important to scoot your butt really close too. Be careful though. You might pull a hammy. Yeah, that's true. Pull a hammy. That's true. This is a very demanding zone for some. Your boy almost got knocked out for the for, season. For that was taken out by the sit-ups and deck of it. On the women's end, I think if you're under 60, you're in a good spot. They seem to be a little bit slower on this station. But if you can be like 50 to 55, you're going to be as fast as anybody. Mm-hmm. Ski. Ski is where the race begins. I've got, I think, mid low to mid one. I, I should probably extend that, to be honest. I have 141 to 146 written down. But I've seen, I mean, you're someone who does like 148s, right? 147. Like 147s. On a concept too. Okay. So what do you think? I think I think realistically, if you are going slower than 155, you're fine. No, un, I think slower than 150, bro. If you're gonna be, if you want to be under 29, maybe. But if you want to be under like 30, or no, un, yeah, I think I even yeah, I think under 30. I still think 155 is really slow for for elite men. I think it's. I think I think I don't think it's that. Dylan Scott. Well, Dylan's skied, a monster. Dylan skied a half marathon at 155 pace. He's a beast. What do you want? Like, let's see. Like, so. You're at Worlds. Okay. Your ski was 151 with transition. So, yeah, say another two and a half, like five no, seconds. Like, yeah. It was, I think I skied 145 at Worlds. Right. So, say five, six seconds. Six, yeah. And then Wooly was 159. And he got, so say he was doing, I think he was just overcooked anyway at that point, you know, but he finished fifth. Yeah. And he's, and he's, okay. I, he's, he's as elite as you can get, truly. You know, so I, I think he failed. He failed on that Murph record, dude. Shots. You got to get out there and do it with him. That's my guy, though. You guys, guy. you guys are a doppelganger. That's your, that's the Australian Ryan Kent. You guys are looking, mm-hmm. looking a lot alike. He's a little bit, a little bit taller. He's down under. I'll take that as a compliment. No, you, yeah, you, you and Will, you look at Willie on this, He's like, man, that guy looks great. And you look at the mirror. You're like, <laughs> that guy looks great. Um. Okay. Okay. So, one fifty-five is under- the slowest. 155 at the absolute slowest. If you want to be a world champion in this, yeah, I think like under 150. For sure. That's fair. I think that's fair. Women? Women, I think is 210. Going... Yeah. 210, 215, maybe. Yeah. 215 at the slowest. Yeah, I think 210, 215. So yeah, they're, they're, that's 205s. Right. And the same thing, the further you can go under 205, you can be like too flat because it really is. Okay. So in, if we just go compare it to the rower, if we're going to be doing one forties on the row, the ski will be doing one forty five. say it's five seconds on the women's side. We said two. And then on the ski, we can say two Oh five. And that seems to be like mm-hmm. about it. So five seconds slower than what your row pace is, is probably a good place. And that's a good way to kind of indicate like, if you overcooked yourself on the row and you did uh, a 140 on the row and then your ski was uh, 155, then you probably, that spread's too big. I think you should try to aim for like a five to six second spread between the two. Slow down your rower. Slow down that row. You ain't going to win there. 
You ain't going to win there. Yeah, so I think women, 205, if you can push toward two, I think you'd be in a really good spot. Really good spot. Farmers carry. 45, 50 seconds. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Why, why, why you say it like that? Yeah, I mean, like, if you're slower than that, you're just falling apart. Like, I don't find this to be, like, a capacity. Like a, a capacity. I don't think, like, anybody goes in there and is feeling okay at that part of the race. That the skill of the farmers is what's stopping them. It's just that they they've overextended themselves too too early, and then that's when if they get up towards sixty seconds, they just need a break. You know what I mean? How many times did you break during the farmers carry at your last deck of hit? <laughs> I meant like, like twice. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be that would be amazing. I, I'm gonna next time I'm gonna be like shake out the. But you know what I mean? Like I've I've have done a deck of hit where I've been like, oh my god, just recover here and just slow down for sure, for sure. And I think that's when, but I think that's like, I don't know. Yeah. 45 seconds. 50 it's seconds. not like, it's not worth trying to do it three seconds faster and killing yourself here. Right. Just pick right. them up and move and finish. Yeah. Don't go slower. And uh, yeah, on the women's, I think it's the same. Yeah. I think it's about the same. You need to be, you need to be under a minute for sure though, to be in the mm-hmm. elite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think I said, like, it's not like, it's just if you, if that's a fitness thing. Right. Not necessarily like, oh, I need to get better mm-hmm. at farmers. Mm-hmm. But in, but in strong, that's where if at the end of the year last year, that's where you started to pull away from me was on the farmers. Mm-hmm. And just, just, but I think for that reason, for me and strong, I just need to get out and just hang on from like the freaking second station. So by the time I do get there, I'm like, at about as fast as I can go for all of the stuff. Um, so I think it's less about like how fast you can actually do it versus how fit you are and how you can kind of continue to go. I was pretty hyped though. When we came into those farmers together. Dude, that was awesome. That was, that was, that, that was, was actually, that was actually sick. <laughs> that, that, that one, two finish had a bunch of those. I don't know, man. Thank God for chip timing. Yep, big time. <laughs> I, I strategically started. Corny, in the Corny row. did cross the line before you, right? But they Probably. went to because we had a start in staggered. We had four people in the front row, four in the second row, four in the third row, whatever. Yeah, there was two. Um, so rows. They, they had to go. They had to go off timing, and you got them by like it was like point oh one. That's insane. It was, dude. It was so close, but uh. Yeah, Corny got boned by that setup. <laughs> that, for sure. There's no way around it. It's like, hey, man, this is way better for me than you. But that's $1,000 worth of point, point oh 0.01 seconds for $1,000. That's my hourly rate now. Extrapolate that. Bike. The assault bike. For dudes. What do you think the slowest? I was just going to, that's what I, there's a, I think 65. That's exactly what I put. If you want to be, if you want to be on the podium, threatening for a podium at a minute, a world level, yeah, a minute, agreed. It's kind of crazy how much slower the women are here, right? Because you, I mean, yes, this the the assault bike and CrossFit is is scaled. It'll be like fifteen calories. Women would do twelve. Like, it oh, is, really? It is. 
because it is, and uh, they'll do that on the rower too. They're not not usually for distance, but or maybe they will actually. But yeah, when it's basically the exact same implement, and the way when it's calories, it's not linear. Like uh, you get an exponential bump in calories the harder you go. Or it's like if it's meters, like it's just going to be like okay, you're one fifty five, and then now you're at like two. Like the calories count faster the faster you go. It's not like every RPM you go faster. It's like one calorie per whatever per second or whatever it will like start to jump and like double so the more powerful you are the faster you're going to get it done so yeah there's going to be a discrepancy on this side for sure i wonder what carly did like on the other on the other machine i know right on the machines though like the rower and the skier they're closer to us on those and the time domain on that station is much longer Mm -hmm. than 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 the assault bike so i think it's because of the calories thing i think of the way that it's yeah it just like jumps a little bit it's it's you think Carly had one of those ski ergs? One of these extreme pe- peanut butter and jelly ones? I, I mean, that would like explain it. But like when you think about it, I, I, I didn't know. And a good surface for like, the tank? It, like a regular, like not a bad surface. Yeah, probably. I mean, maybe she had that. I don't know. I haven't seen the video, but like you think like just in terms of her body dimensions, she's she has more size than even I do. If you raced her head to head, could you beat her? Uh, my PR is eleven thirty, bro. Come on. Are you there right now? Come at. I mean, if you're at eleven oh freaking five, you're not you're not a minute better than me right now. You guys would be tied going into the assault bike, and then she would just work She'd you. Murder me on <laughs> the assault bike. That's a, can't can't rule it out. Can't rule that out. Um, yeah, I think sixty five. You're sixty five with transition, or or um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're off of that thing in under a minute. Maybe 70 seconds with transition. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might put you behind a little. Let's see what Mickey did here at work. And that's about what I think if you if you're about 80 RPMs for the duration, that can get you done in about a minute. Yep. Just like yeah. Yep. I try to be like 81, 82, and that's a place where I won't pop. So yeah, I think that that's fair. Mm Well, you'll be you'll be closer. You'll be like in the nineties. Yeah, I got up to I got up to ninety six this past weekend. Oh, did you? And held it there for a few seconds, and then kind of slowly dropped it to like mid eighties. I kind of like ride that line. I get it up as high as I can to the point where I'm starting to feel like, oh, this is too much, and then I let it come down. Yeah, and again, that's important because the way that the calories get are counted, it's exponential, right? Like you get you get more. The calories will count faster if you're going faster. So if you're able to get it to that level, like Corning and Bubbles, I think they're up at like 115, mm-hmm. you know, like if they're just like putting their head down and hammering, I guess, I think someone told me Bubbles was like, was like 17 or 18 seconds on that assault bike. And he did doubles this past weekend, which is That's crazy. pretty fast. And what are the ladies here? Like 90 seconds to like a minute 45. It's honestly closer. Roughly. It's closer to like closer 150 and two. Wow. Yeah. It is with transitions is closer to two. Where where like Tara's the best and she's like one she was one fifty three and like Alondra was like the same at um at Worlds. Hold on, the homie needs to get in here real quick. <laughs> Carl had to say hello. He's like, We we were we were away from him on the weekend, so we're giving him all the love we can give him. 
came back and the freaking AC's not working. This homeowner shit is for the Man, birds, dude. dude. It ain't it. It ain't it. All right. So yeah, I mean that's make or break. And I mean this real. I think this is for the next one. Like yeah, your effort on one affects the effort on the next one for sure. Where do you want to be on the ball overs? Well, I think it used to be around that one minute range, but now you're seeing guys doing it in sub 50, 50 seconds. Um, no, in in a fit. Oh, in a fit. I'm sorry. In yeah, a in a fit. I'm trying to remember what I did in uh, in NorCal this year. I think I was 57, 58 seconds. I think it's so. going to be on the fastest. Now. Yeah, 60, I think, is about uh, like 65 is where I will draw the cutoff for here, too. I'm and with that's, it. And if like I've done this before and just been really dying, I've been like 120, 130. And like then people yeah. just really can kill you on this. Don't do what I did at Worlds. Where were you at Worlds? Remember, I freaking oh yeah 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 so freaking tired. I set it up on the, <laughs> the the ledge to push it over to the other side. It came back on the side that I was throwing it from. Yeah, it happened like twice. <laughs> and I'm then so the, tired. And the tank for fit. The tank for fit two to two twenty. Yeah, two twenty is gonna be a little slow. I think like depend on the surface. I think you need to be around under two ten. Yeah, if it's on one of those convention center floors, yeah, two ten, two fifteen. Where like we've the, even seen some people go under two. <laughs> like, you I have, I yeah. have, yeah, you have. I know you think you were that in like Chicago or no, 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 maybe. What was it when we ran in West Palm? I bet you were. Maybe. I think Ryland was too. Um, but yeah, I think on the women's side for the for the ball overs should be about the same. Like, there's no reason like it shouldn't be sixty to sixty five seconds. Mm-hmm. And the tank, honestly, kind of the same too. Under two, under two twenty, under twenty, I think, from the women's end. But yeah, the, on the men, the the closer you can be to two, the better. But yeah. it, it really is just a matter of the the surf, the floor surface. You can't be like two thirty too slow. Way too slow. And then you saw. You know what your tank was? Uh, your tank when we did the deck a mile a few weeks ago. It was so slow. And I was working. I, like Sometimes when that tank gets the best of me, I know uh, it. You know, it's like, I this I don't want to do anymore. But I wasn't like that there. I was like moving. I was rolling. I probably just did an extra length. Nah, dude. I got a slow lane. Our guy was like 245. <laughs> and I was like <laughs> feeling happy about that. I thought I was good to go. But yours wasn't that much faster, right? I was like 224. Oh my god! If I was, if you didn't dodge me that day, I've never, I've never had a good tank at Fitfocker. Those rubber mats, it made every every revelation, resolution. You earn it, dude. Yeah, big time. Yeah, you're lucky you dodged me in that one. I would have been up in your shit during that tank. Kidding me? You not dropped me by twenty seconds? No way. If you wanted a piece of me, you could have been in England a week prior, but nope. We know how that went down. I decided to forego High Rocks. And you could you could have had one of these. You could have had one of these t-shirts. Corny ass shirt. I'm gonna I'm I'm tossed. I got my one from last year up there. Cause that's I mean, those ones are not everybody gets those. Everybody gets those. 
Not I've already thrown away. I've thrown away that that one. You don't even um, want to see it anymore. You still got you got the one from the Gov Games, so that's awesome. Yeah, got the Gov Games up there. Got the deck. Got a deck. I think that's a deck. A strong one. Spartan Pro Team. Got all that. There's no way you were ever on the Spartan Pro Team. <laughs> I got this shirt. What? Right there, number forty-three. You just. That was when they expanded it to like oh, 500 yeah. people. Yep. <laughs> I The first year they did that, I didn't make the pro team and I was butthurt. You better believe I was butthurt. And then the next year I did all the, I did the full series and they're like, all right, here's a t-shirt and two headbands. I was like, fucking nice, dude. Burpees. Zone 10. Where, where we need to be. I think under 70 seconds, under a minute 10. Under a minute 10 and you're safe. I don't think anyone's catching you if you're under a minute 10. I think you could be 115 and also be okay. With transitions. Yeah. yeah. With transition. Like at World Championships, you were the only one under 115. Really? Mm-hmm. That was freaking out. I was, I was going fast, dude. I was going fast. I was catching your ass, dude. Had there been had it been 25 more reps, I would have eaten you alive. I was signing autographs at that point. I wasn't even doing Did you? I was just you like, see how slow you were going? Put it down, did a dance, did another one. Yeah, it was. I've seen those post race pictures, bro. We were all laying on the ground. We're feeling great. But like, there is, there's a sense of urgency when it comes to that. Like, I'm sure my, my, when at Deca Strong, when it was like three of us all together, I was going as hard as I possibly could. But at the end, if like, Feels like I got it wrapped up. Signing autographs, high fives. You know the the fastest twenty ramp burpees I've ever done was in that deck a mile against Rylan. And I got to be honest, I'd never been more tired going into the ramp burpees than that deck a mile. Right, like full on, just like I got nothing left. And to this day, those are the I think I did them in fifty five seconds. That's what I'm saying. And like, like, I'm lucky to get 55 seconds if I were to just do it fresh. You know, like it's it, just it's so effort based. It's so effort based, and you see, I mean, there's certainly an uh, a skill component, a strength component, an engine component, but like, if you just want to go hard, you can't. You can, you can go faster than what you think. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's that that that. that just you being like, hey, I just decided to go faster, even though I was the most tired I've ever been. Like, that's just, that's it. Yeah. So when I say under one fifteen, what about the women? Same. Are they a little bit slower? They can be faster. Because um, oh, yeah. who is it? Who's that one girl that goes so fast? Well, Bridget. Bridget's under sixty. Is it Bridget? Bridget. Yeah, Bridget. Yeah, fast. she's a monster. She's a super good athlete, and Alondra's really fast too. Like, they use a twenty-two, dude. Like it is, that weight is not appropriate for, for no. the women. It is just, it is way too light. Thirty three. They need that thirty three. That thirty three. Put the fifty five out there for the dudes. I like I'm actually. That. I'm. I'm. No. I'm. I'm. I'm fine with that forty four. When it come. When I come into it, I'm like, okay. The difference is. in ten pounds is a lot, dude. In those stadium races, when it was fifteen at the fifty five, it just murders, murders people. But we, we we'll be doing it. we do the Ram Burpees quite a bit these days. Yeah, so I think that that's a good a, a good way to kind of lay things out, so everybody has a decent idea. Um, we've gone long. We need to wrap yeah. this thing. We need to wrap this puppy up. One more question. 
What you got? Would you spend $250,000 on a trip to the Titanic? Man. Man. In oh a little man. in a in a little submarine, would you do it? A little little tin can. That that whole story has just been like I don't like anything about it. I just hate everything about this story. I just like it came out of nowhere. And it's like the attention that it got like there's so many points I don't like about it. One, I, I like people died, right? Like right. it's and the internet's just been ruthless. And mm-hmm. I was on the East Coast for funerals. I've been thinking a lot about mortality and stuff lately. And like they just like didn't hit me in a funny capacity in any way. There's been some kind of funny stuff on the internet. I can't lie. Did you see that Celine Dion? My heart will go on. It's like the number one streaming song. Like it, everyone's everyone's just I, an I, asshole. I, <laughs> it's, it's a huge bump in streaming. So like. Stuff like that's kind of funny, but I, I hate that. Like that made me like set. And then like the, like the greed that the person like who was just basically just trying to take money and not and, like not do it the right way. And then the people have the ability to spend money on frivolous things. Like what kind of experience do you think that was? Like you probably can't see shit. You see that window was like this big. It's like, it was like as big a, as like a freaking I don't know. The bottom of a freaking. Do you think that there was any moment though where they knew that they were in trouble, or it happened before they even realized that anything was wrong? Yeah, it may have cracked. Like they may crack. It probably imploded so fast, and just like everybody was just gone. I bet it was instant. Lucky for them. There's some comfort in that. Lucky for them. Yeah, that's why I mean they're not going to find those bodies. There are no bodies. No. Yeah, that's crazy. That whole thing was wild, dude. Yeah. So no, I don't think I would do it. You? Nah, I'm good, man. You big Titanic? You big Titanic fan? The movie was good. I did like the movie. Love the movie. But there's something eerie about being two miles below sea level. We looked this up like a little. I don't even know the size of like a minivan, right? Like it's not the design. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, good on that, dude. I'm good. And it's like, there's something about like the 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 wanderlust, right? The the wanting to explore, going for people that never go. I mean, we run in the mountains, right? And it's, you get a little bit of that, right? It's like, okay, this is hard. People, not everybody gets to experience this. It's kind of the opposite of that. Going two miles down, and to just like pitch darkness, yeah, with just like all this water over top of you. Like, I guess I'm that's chill, interesting, dude, but like, good. yeah, I don't need, I don't need all that. That's not something I'm doing. I will listen to that Celine Dion song though. That shit, that shit slaps. You want to do a quick uh, workout of the week? Workout of the week. You did yours eight by eight hundred, right? That's the most workout ever. Most workout that we've ever done. That's a workout that I did, but that's just like that's just like a staple. I got a couple. What you got? What's your workout of the week? Well. I got a couple actually. It, it kind of blended into two days. I had the Deca Strong Saturday morning, came back to my house afterwards and had a 45 minute run on the docket, six mile loop. And I got going a couple minutes in and I was like, man, I'm kind of feeling it. I don't know if I was just on a high from, from the race or what. There was some fatigue in, in my body, but my lungs felt good. So I, I, I rolled with it. I ended up tempoing. Um, this six mile run, uh, a few hours after my deck is strong hmm. 
And then we drove to Keystone right after that. Spent nice. spent a day in Keystone. And I woke up the next day with some shin pain. You got shin splints? What do you mean? I don't know grade? what I got shin splints. My running volume has been so low. And I'm like, why, why are my shins hurting? I don't know if it's from work, just like walking so many steps at work, up and down stairs, delivering packages. I don't know, but my left shin was bothering me. But the hotel that we stayed at, the resort had um one of those incline trainers, the oh, true, nice. the true form or something. It's one of like a super Nordic nice track one. one. No, it's not Nordic track. Is it Nordic track? Hmm. Um so what I ended up doing, I couldn't run on anything less than uh, 10% incline. Everything, anything less than 10 kind of bothered it. So I ended up doing three rounds of five minutes at 10%, five minutes at 15, five minutes at 20, five minutes at 25, five minutes at 30, and then hmm. cycled back through. Um, but each time, this is my third intensity workout in a row. I ended up doing the first round, I would do four minutes easy with one minute hard. And then the second round through, I did three minutes easy, two minutes hard. And then the last round was two minutes easy, three minutes hard. And I'm smoked today, dude. Like <laughs> oh, that, my, was, that, was, that was yesterday? Yeah, that was yesterday. So I ended up hitting Deca strong, then the tempo run. And then the next morning I did that incline workout. And dude, my freaking, my calves are just lit. I got like 4,000 feet of vert in that workout. Jeez, it was crazy. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, no descending, just straight up. Oh my God. I forgot how bad running and hiking at an incline above 20% is like when you're not familiar with that kind of dorsiflexion and like your feet mm. and ankles and stuff like it just, it destroyed me. So my workout of the week was more of like a weekend, weekend kind of extravaganza. Yeah. Oh. So now I need a couple, I need a couple of easy days to just kind of recoup from that. Take those days. Uh, I was in... Uh, Connecticut, there's a CrossFit affiliate called um, CrossFit Milford. They have a team going to, they go to the games every single year. And I found out that this gym is like 25 minutes from where our family lives. Uh, I went to last, um, last year or last summer. And I was like, I'm going back again. And I made sure. I, so I want, I just took a class. I was like, I'm going to take a class. They have um, their head coach who owns the place was coaching. I just wanted to kind of be around and pick his brain and do this workout. And I didn't know what the workout was. But it ended up being like right up my alley. And then I did some other stuff later. I'm going to make an Instagram post later on today, kind of explaining one of them. So, but the, the workout in the class, I'll just share. It, it was 400 meter run, 50 thrusters at 95, 75, 2K. Wait, how many? 50, 5 0. Yeah. So, I, like he said that to me, I was like, oh, 50, huh? Um, and then 2K concept two bike erg, which the bike erg ends up being about double. In distance that from a ski or a row. So I was like, okay, this is like a thousand meter ski or a row or whatever. Then 50 burpees over the barbell, then 400 meter run. So God dang, dude. Yeah, it was, it was legit. It took me like 13 minutes, 20 seconds. So it wasn't like incredibly long. So I think that that workout would actually be a nice piece to do twice because it, the comp, the running was very compromised with in a row. Or do one round, take a short break, and then hit it again. I'd probably give myself like two minutes, ninety seconds to two minutes of break, and 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 pulling the effort back a little bit as well. Right, right. But then, yeah, you get a hundred burpees over the thrust, burpees over the barbell, hundred thrusters, so the volume will kind of stack up. Or subbing some other 
movement within there, whatever you're not doing great at. And coming off of the thrusters, the bike and the, the burpees, I was compromised everywhere. There was interference <laughs> all over. My arms were tired. My legs were tired. And that run was like, Whoa. and, and it wasn't as bad as the fork in the road workout. Most compromised I've ever felt running, but it, it was like, okay, this is a good variety of all these different things. So that, that was, that's a workout of the week. I'll give a shit. I like it, dude. It was good. I like I'm, it. I've been, been hitting those Metcons a little bit more. So, uh, it was nice to, to be able to get that. And I was again, right in my alley. And there was like some guys were like, Oh my God, you like, you really crushed that one. I was like, literally, this is a workout that I do all the time. Like, this is just like the same exact shit that we always do. Mm-hmm. All right, dude, let's get, let's, let's, let's get out of here, bro. We've been going too long. We said we we're going to try to keep these around an hour. I think we're over an hour and a half at this point, dude. We're way over now. We will try to keep those at about an hour going forward, but we're just still really excited now. We're still trying to figure out what we got going on. We got a name. No, we, we got a name. We got an instagram account got an instagram account we got some music i got some great photos of you and i that i can throw up there put them up put them up you like that one i i used a few weeks back that was pretty funny <laughs> i did like that i'm surprised you even saw me in that but i'm surprised you weren't just looking at yourself in that photo being like god damn who is the fucking man it's me i'm surprised you even knew i was in that photo shouts for that i didn't until i started scrolling through my phone <laughs> exactly i saw that one all right, squad. This is a mile high show. Mile hybrid. Hybrid. My bad. Mile dude. hybrid show. My bad. Be out, show. dude. Later. <laughs>